somewhere along here, long ago, there were 78 steps. 78 wooden steps leading from the beach to the villa. It's 1914 and there are few holidaymakers. War has broken out, but John Buchan, Baron Tweedsmuir, future Governor General of Canada, novelist, is resting in a guest house, recovering from a duodenal ulcer, triggered possibly by overwork. He was put on a strict diet and was prohibited ham and eggs. Buchan loved ham and eggs. Buchan, who never fully recovered from the ulcer, worked on his novel from his bed, hungry, longing for a decent meal. He transfers his yearning to his characters. The 78 steps are halved, somehow become 39. Richard Hannay, hero of Buchan's thriller, The 39 Steps, lies in the lee of a Scottish hillside, hiding from his pursuers. He is desperately hungry, and he begins to fantasize of crisp sausages and fragrant shavings of bacon and shapely poached eggs. The cutlets they did at the club and a particular ham that stood on the cold table for which his soul lusted. Buchan goes for a walk along the beach, sniffing the evening meals. He stands below Fort House where, 70 years before, Charles Dickens wrote David Copperfield. Buchan finds a copy in the guesthouse bookshelves, but he struggles to read it. David Copperfield enjoys his food a little too much. There are chops and vegetables, batter puddings, saveloys, red beef, bread and cheese. Buchan's evening meal is thin soup. He's hungry and bored. But he wrote his novel here, and just down the road, his wife's cousins rent a villa that has 78 steps leading to the beach. Maybe as his health improved, he took the steps, two at a time. Alfred Hitchcock's film of the 39 steps appeared in 1935. Perhaps Hitchcock understood Buchan and Hannay's yearning. As a child, Hitch binged on food and was well known for his eccentric eating habits. He claimed to be frightened of eggs. And at his favorite New York restaurant, the 21 Club, once ordered steak and ice cream, and then, please sir, I want some more, he ordered both again, and then again. During the making of the movie Lifeboat, Hitch went on a crash diet of black coffee, lean meat and melon, losing seven stone, a third of his weight. Hitchcock's cameo in that film is in the form of a newspaper advert for a weight loss system, picturing him before and after dieting. So here I am in Broadstairs eating British chips soaked in vinegar, covered in salt. It's the first week of May, the sun's out, the beach is busy, the bins are overflowing. I sit on a bench near the Charles Dickens gastropub with its Copperfields bar. There's a cafe called the Old Curiosity Shop and every year the town hosts a Dickens festival. Dickens is big business and yet so many of his books were full of hunger. This is from A Tale of Two Cities. 
Hunger was pushed out of the tall houses in the wretched clothing that hung upon poles and lines. Hunger was patched into them with straw and rag and wooden paper. Hunger was repeated in every fragment of the small modicum of firewood that the man sawed off. Hunger stared down from the smokeless chimneys. Hunger was in the inscription on the baker's shelves, written in every small loaf of his scanty stock of bad bread at the sausage shop, in every dead dog preparation that was offered for sale. Hunger rattled its dry bones among the roasted chestnuts in the turned cylinder. Hunger was shred into atomics in every farthing porringer of husky chips of potato fried with some reluctant drops of oil. I finish my chips of potato, throw the wrapper into the very full bin, where a seagull waits optimistically. Please, sir, I want some more. The spirit of Charles Dickens lives on, you hope. Philanthropist, agitator, social reformer. But somehow it isn't here. Maybe it doesn't need to be here today. Here is for simple pleasure. A bouncy giraffe, a couple of beers, fish and chips, pizza, ice cream. And then another ice cream. And another ice cream. Meanwhile, I wander into a square just off the promenade. Here is Oliver Postgate's house. He fed his clangers green soup and blue string pudding, a Dickensian diet of sorts, remembering Oliver Twist in the workhouse, picked at oakum, old rope, and lived on gruel. And I've picked a thread here, hunger, fictional food. I try and find John Buchan's guest house, but it's gone. The steps, I discover, have also gone, dismantled and sent to Buchan, but what happened to them then isn't known.